G'day, Daniel. How you going, brother? Uh, good day, mate. How you be? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Well, I heard hey, you do an Australian accent a few few weeks back. It was sounded more English. <laughs> well, so look, so I can't. I can't. I, I think y'all in this thing together, reptile, because you got you got the British. You know, you got the the Australians, man. Y'all, and I mean, I guess you don't say spot of tea, but man, I, I can't. Like down under, is that is that Australian right there? That's exactly right, mate. Down under, more okay. venomous reptilians than anywhere else. And it's a, it's almost a play on words, mate, because it's the real action takes place down under. Now, why? Why? What? Let's get to the the genesis of this thing. It seems like uh, Australia is coming up on the epicenter of all things reptilian. Uh, how did that even begin? That's a very very good question. And you know, if it was all right with you too, Daniel, I wouldn't mind going all the way back. I'm talking all the way back. And um, just before I do too, mate, I just want to say, I've been into this for like a couple of decades now. And you know, there's a handful of people that I really do look up to. You know, your David Ikes, your Alex Joneses, all the great radio show hosts. And uh, I consider you one of those too, mate. Because can you believe I was listening to you in my early twenties? All the great interviews you've done. And uh, you've always had a great sense of humor. You know, you just let people be themselves and you, they, they, they can say what they want. And uh, the, the Cosmic Cowboy, what an honor. Oh, thank you. Really for, appreciate uh, it. Uh, thanks, Reptile. Yeah, mate. So, you know, if we can, maybe um, we can go all the way back because I want to give a good overview about um, what we're dealing with here. And again, you can take this or leave it. Don't believe me. Don't believe Daniel. You'd be best off to consider that this was just a ho you know, just some sort of fantasy because uh, truth is always stranger than fiction, Daniel. Wow, go for it. Right, yeah. Then let, let's let's try and go all the way back. And again, I'm bringing in you know lots of different uh, information from s different researchers, including David Icke, Stuart Swerdlow, William Tompkins, some of these people that have really been brave enough to go down this path. And I want to go all the way back before we even begin to think about what happened on uh, in this solar system, all the way back. We're talking billions of years ago, and we're going to go to a place called Lyra, or you know, that, that some people pronounce it Lyra, and we want to go all the way back to there where there were. You could imagine these beings, almost angelic-like beings, and. You know, this is above my head as well, but they come here to eventually, they want to experience physical reality on this physical plane. Mm -hmm. Some people call it the third density. I'm just going to call it the physical plane. And, um, you know, we're going to call the extraterrestrials, we'll call them these beings that slip in and out of our physical plane, out of our reality. And the reptilians, they can do this as well. Not all of them, but lots of them can do this. So you know what I mean, Daniel? You've been doing this for long enough. It gets very, very complicated, including with things like Bigfoot and, um, you know, so many of these accounts. It's not just so – it's not just this physical plane that we're dealing with. Well, yeah, it seems like they, it, they would have to be. It's sort of – when you're talking about Bigfoot, I guess you could put reptilians in that same category because they seem to slip – all these entities seem to have some sort of access to other dimensions to pop in and out at will, and they're just residual images, or maybe maybe a little bit of uh, of uh, maybe a footprint. Uh, usually, there's not any artifacts of any kind, but there are artifacts in our history, and there's tons of it in archaeological finds. Exactly, exactly. 
And I, I know at the very beginning of all this uh, research, you want to believe that it's just this physical world. No, I don't want to go down that path. Unless you go down this path, it's impossible to understand. That's just my opinion. And again, you don't have, you can take it or leave it. But again, we're going back to the system called Lyra, okay? L-Y-R-A-E. All It's the birthplace. It's the homeland to all the humanoid beings. If I can, I want to give a bit of a galactic history, if that's all right, Daniel. Just what, what I've found. Yep. Why not? Why not? Okay, now at this point, we're talking they're mostly energetic beings. They can project themselves into this physical reality to have an experience if they want to. But at this stage, for billions of years, they're energetic beings. We'll call them that. And uh, slowly and surely, they got stuck and addicted themselves, and they became trapped in this physical dimension. And that's what, in the Bible, it talks about the fall from grace. That's, what they, that's the meaning of the fall from grace. And we're all connected back to Lyra, all the humanoid races out there, incredible different varieties with amazing tech, a history that goes just we couldn't comprehend. It all goes back to Lyra. And so at this point, let's just say for billions of years, they eventually get sucked down into our physical dimension and they can't go back to being you know, out of this dimension. They're sucked into the game, the matrix. We're sucked into it. And over time, they fragmented and created, you know, all sorts of different groups. And that's when Daniel enter the reptilians. Now, you've, you've done some great shows on reptilians, Daniel. I've got to ask your opinion before we begin, you know, because, you know, some of the guests that you've had, I was back listening to, remember Nancy Leader, oh, Sherry yeah. Shriner. Mm -hmm. Oh, they were great. They were great. And um, to speak to you, it's an absolute honor. What do you reckon before I start down this path? Because you've been exposed to this information. And, um, you know, I know you're a man of the Bible as well. What was that being that was more cunning than any beast of the field that could speak a language, walk on two legs? Well, okay. Well, there you go. Thank you. Thank you for the, the golden laid intro there. Certainly, it was a reptile, a serpent. And it just seems to me... You know, the Bible describes uh, the, the demon, the serpent himself, as the father of lies. I believe he's also maybe the father of reptilians as well. Definitely. And I'm going to read a passage from Bloodlines of the Illuminati with Fritz Springwhite. I don't know how deep you want to go down this rabbit hole, Daniel. All but, the way, um, all the, besides all the way, nowhere. Let's do it. And so I'm trying to set the context and to give us a little bit of history into what might have happened. Mm -hmm. Because everything we've been taught is an absolute lie. And at least I think all of us can agree with that. That includes all these PhDs, doctorates, all this stuff that they think they know. It's a, our history is a lie. Everything we've been taught is a lie. So it's up to you if you want to listen to this or not. But in the world of lies, maybe maybe something this crazy is actually what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Enter the reptilians. Okay. We have the Lyrian system. All of the humanoid species come from there. Now we're going into the reptilian zone, and um, they reckon even in the secret government projects and all that, they don't even know the history of the reptilians. They're that ancient, that amazing. Stuart Swerdlow talks about these transparent people that almost came from a different dimension to create the reptilians, almost to screw with humans. This, this whole galaxy game, simply put, is humans versus reptilians. And the wars that have ensued uh, are just legendary. And it's actually happening right now on this planet, big time. So 
these uh, reptilian beings, again, who knows how they got created. But a similar system, again, a similar thing about energetic beings coming into the physical and got placed, we'll say, in the Draco star system, okay? The Dracos, they're often called the Dracos. And um, they reside in the lower astral realms. People call them demons. And that's why you have to be damn careful if you're going to go play that game in astral travel. And that's also what the rituals were all about, contacting these beings from the lower astral realms and physical reptilians as well. So it's complicated. And um, even, you know, I call them reptilians right now. There's so many different names for them. Islamic culture called them jinn. Christians called them demons. The Chittahuri over in Africa. Archons, the Gnostics were calling them the Archons. I'm going to go with the reptilians. I've got to do it. And it's good to see you playing, uh, showing some of those pictures there too, Daniel, which just shows you, especially the ones um, that go back to the past. The mm -hmm. worship of the serpent is ubiquitous everywhere, and you weren't allowed to show their real face. You weren't, you weren't allowed to show what they really looked like. And if you did, it was death. That's why they'll have it with the snake and the serpent and the reptilian symbolism is everywhere, okay? Okay. So again, these reptilian beings eventually come into physical reality as well. Not all of them, but lots of them do. And, you know, you can imagine what's going to happen next. The reptilians are going to attack Lyra, okay? And so what eventually did uh, happen was that Lyra was attacked absolutely brutally and all of these different at that point there were so many different varieties of what you'd call humanoids around Lyra they all dispersed escaped throughout the galaxy okay and um, you know when we talk about some of these aliens that are around right now we're talking about you know all these places we can talk about Orion Tauceti Pleiades even different galaxies like Andromeda, and uh, we'll talk about that as well uh, as we progress. Hmm. Hey, but before we get going, man, you mentioned the Dracos, and uh, and you and we're talking about history as well. Uh, it, and of course, we had a little funny thing about the England accent, and whatnot. But the English, they've always got dragons in in their shields, fire-breathing dragons. But again, isn't a dragon a large serpent, a flying serpent? Exactly. You look at the city of London, not London, the city of London. It's surrounded by these dragons, and um, that's the home. That's the place where these reptilian bloodlines have a huge hold there. And Prince Charles's own coat of arms and the Windsors themselves, Daniel, they are not humans. They're hybrid reptilians. They are shape-shifting reptilians. And I'll even read some accounts from, God bless him, David Icke, and some other accounts from people who've actually witnessed it and uh, seen what happens. Now, am I saying that I believe it? Uh, again, that, that's not up to me to even say that I'm just going to read information. So people can take it as entertainment purposes, Daniel. But uh, if you want, if you want to go down that path after the, after I describe the history of what happened, we can go to present times right now because all of our leaders, ladies and gentlemen, they, they're not human, not by any stretch of the imagination. And you can be like, oh, yeah, really? No, 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 no. It's not just powerful people either. And it's not just reptilians. You've got the floor. Go ahead, reptile. Rightio, rightio, rightio. Okie dokie. So 
reptilians attack Lyra and all of these different um all of these different humanoid races okay they all scape all throughout the different galaxies as i said before orion telsedi pleiades procyon antares alpha centauri barnard star arcturus uh you know rival zeta reticula all these names that people who have been obsessed with this information have probably followed down that rabbit hole and there's also another crew from Sirius. Shout out to the beings from Sirius A. They are the best in the business. They were integral into everything I'm about to talk to you right now about. Separate from the reptilians, separate even from the Lyrian star system. Beings from Sirius A. Merchants of technology, the absolute masters of all of this stuff. And so now we're going to kind of zoom into our solar system, Daniel. I'm like, I hope I'm um, not, not being too confusing. You kind of got the point there that the humanoids have left Lyra. They got attacked by the reptilians. They've spread throughout the cosmos. And now we're going to zoom in on what happened right here where we live in our solar system. You with me? Right here. Radio. So, okay, we've got Lyrian refugees that colonize Mars. They also colonized a place. It was uh, at that point, Mars was third, like third from the sun. Okay. Its position was third place from the sun. Fourth position was a place called Maldek. Okay. They both were warm, oxygen rich. They were perfect for life, similar to our place. Maldek was a little denser with its uh, gravity and they were a bit more bulky and stocky and aggressive as well. And our planet was number two in the system and it was like a water world it had an atmosphere that was almost like liquid it later turned into a very misty atmosphere that credo mutwa talks about um lots of people researching this stuff now call it the vapor canopy i love that sort of research there was definitely something like that way 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 back and um, it was actually, there was an intelligent race as well, inhabited like a, they were an aquatic race. No technology, but they were there as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what we've got is, again, Mars was rich in resources. And uh, you can guess the Maldekians, they were jealous as well. So even between the humanoid races, okay, they're going to be fighting as, as well. And there were three renegades in all of this story, which were the Martians from Mars, a Martian's just somebody from Mars, the Maldekians, and and a group from all the way out in Pleiades called the Atlans. Okay, they were called the Atlans. And even with Pleiades, you can imagine it. You can, you can take this or leave it. Thirty-two planets in the Seven Sisters, sixteen different colonies at that time, and these Atlans—they were kind of like us, Daniel. We're renegades. Our ancestors were—you can call us nationalists, even a little bit even a little bit extremist and that's why you were talking about the redcoats before australia new zealand canada all these places that are still the empire we never want our freedom at all daniel again that's why with the usa with you guys i know the history's flawed in and of itself but as long as you guys have got your first and second amendment and those cowboy hats that you're wearing brother <laughs> right on. the new world order is not complete and that's a fact that's the only thing they haven't got control of yet otherwise it would be a feat to complete yeah. okay so you can imagine this right now that there's a problem there's three groups that don't want to play ball okay they don't want to play ball with um 
what we'll call the Galactic Federation. I hate to use these words because it's been overrun right now. All these people talking about the Galactic Federation and the Ashtar Command. Be very, very skeptical of what you hear, including about what I'm saying right now. But there were, uh, we'll call them 110 different colonies, and they were called the Galactic Federation. They had to all get together to try and oppose this reptilian threat. So vicious, so destructive. And uh, that reptilian agenda has one thing in mind, and that is to uh, destroy or assimilate. And they'd follow us all across the galaxy. It has always been like that. So there, there were three groups, the Martians, the Meldekians, and believe it or not, a group from um, Pleiades called the Atlans. And, and you know, eventually a, a deal was done because they could realize right now this group, this galactic federation, why don't we send these Atlans from Pleiades over to this solar system, over to our place? Then we can just get rid of our riffraff. We'll have the, the Martians are there, the Meldekians are there. They can all sort it out themselves and it bides us sometimes because these reptilians they can but they'll end up you know going to war with these people first because they're separate from the galactic federation and um eventually uh, eventually what happened was that um atlans were expelled over to the to this planet and just before that the the martians and the maldekians they've been fighting they, they don't get get along with each other at all Who's it? Well, who's who's in charge? Who's the leader? Who's got more power? Yeah, again, mate, I'm just talking about here. We're talking about a galactic federation of 110 different colonies. Mm -hmm. They're the ones in power, and they can, if they want, expel these group from. Um, we'll call them the Atlans from Pleiades. They can expel them down into uh, where we are. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, now it gets really, really complicated. Are you ready for this one, Daniel? Go for it. Right, yeah. So just before I talk about the Atlans, we've got the Martians, the Meldekians, Mars, and a place called Maldek, which is fourth fourth uh, position from the sun. These reptilians eventually decide to attack us. I'm going to call them us because we are them. We're their ancestors in some weird way. And the reptilians, they love to hollow out comets, asteroids, and they use those to just, you know, fly them into solar systems and totally destroy things. And they shot one into our solar system. And, you know, because they might be smart, they're not that smart. They missed their trajectory and literally ended up destroying Maldek, what we'll call Maldek, because of the gravitational pull of Jupiter and even the sun. So Maldek gets absolutely obliterated, not before Meldekians ask these Martians to go say, can we help, can, can we stash out in your underground um, facility in Mars? And now Maldek's just absolutely destroyed, which is the uh, asteroid belt that we see to this day, which is between Mars and between Jupiter. And, and believe it or not, these Maldekians were allowed to come here to... Um, uh, to Mars to stay there. Now, with that explosion, that forces this ice comet, okay? The, the reptilians, I should explain this, the reptilians, what they shot in was an ice comet, hollowed out ice comet, genius move. Missed the trajectory, destroyed Maldek. It came back towards the sun, ripped off the atmosphere of Mars. Now, there's only like a thin atmosphere left, which, you know, you can't really, it's not good to live on the surface like it used to be. And eventually it came past our planet, which was number two. As I said, it was a total water world. 
Now, it polarised our planet, creating the north and south pole. I'm not going to say a pole shift. This was almost like a total polarisation. And the ice from this ice comet, was lots of it was ripped off onto our planet, creating the north pole, the south pole, and the polarised caps. And believe it or not, this ice comet, complete with reptilians, sat in position number two to the sun now, meaning that it was Mercury, Venus, which was an ice comet from the reptilians, planet Earth now with uh, two polar caps and a landmass that had totally now come out. Before it was not uh, able to be inhabited by anything like a human or reptilian. But now huge landmasses came out as, as a result of this. Mars was screwed up. Maldex totally obliterated. And here is the Earth, Daniel, ready for colonization. Are you with me? I'm with you. Okay. So now with this, uh, our planet Earth, totally changed, transformed as a result of these reptilians. Like them or love them, the planet that you're living on, your very being is reptilian. They're so important to this story. They're just as important as all the different Lyrian refugees, and uh, I'm not here to even make an opinion either way. So uh, this is planets ready to be colonized, and what did they do? They, they, they flew in a spaceship called our moon. I'm going to call it a spaceship. You can check out a book called Who Built the Moon, and uh, it explains all of this. Researchers like David Icke and Stuart Swerdlow himself talk about this. Our moon doesn't spin on its axis. It's always the, the same face is always, you know, facing mm -hmm. the planet Earth. It was flown there and it was positioned there and um, it was essential before they set up shop. So eventually, what did the reptilians do? They set up, they were first on this planet and they set up an amazing place, which we'll call the land in the Pacific Basin, Japan, Australia, California, Peru. And they developed uh, an amazing culture, Daniel, complete with dinosaurs, all that crazy stuff. Uh, reptilians create alike. Humans create cows and other things. And it has to be said, before I continue, the reptilians were here first. So you can imagine how they feel, Daniel. <laughs> wow. Let it be said, the reptilians were here first. Everything was going good for them. It was fine. Until eventually, you know, back back on Mars, you've got the Mars with the Meldekian uh, underground. These Meldekians are like the family members from uh, Griswold's Christmas. They just won't leave. So eventually, this is when I, I speak about these Atlans again. The Galactic Federation sends down the, the Atlans down onto planet Earth. Almost like uh, aliens consider this place like a prison planet, which it is in many ways. And so these... This Galactic Federation, who the Pleiadian Council, again, they didn't want the Atlans there. The Atlans didn't play ball. And they were amazing, absolutely incredible. And they got sent down onto this planet, which was, again, a good idea to stop the reptilian threat here on the planet, to keep them busy, keep the reptilians busy fighting the Atlans, the Martians, and the Maldekians. And, of course, the word Atlan eventually turned into Atlantis. So the reason mm -hmm. we have Atlantis is because of these Atlan refugees who arrived here, not because they wanted to, because they were sent here, almost like a penal colony. Nothing much has changed, Daniel. Even like Australia, 
I, I joke around and say that it was a penal colony back then and nothing much has changed, especially considering what we've been going through in the last two years, which we might have time to talk about as well. Wow. So Atlantis, you know, Caribbean Basin to the Azores, Canary Islands, all that sort of area. Amazing. Pleiadian beings prospered. Could you imagine it? You had a reptilian uh, thriving civilization and these incredible Atlanteans from Pleiades. And what happened? Fights were going to break out 100%, including, you know, the Atlanteans themselves taking out some of these dinosaurs and not liking certain things. Reptilians and humans, it's, it's very hard for us to exist together. Do you know what I mean? Right. It is hard. Absolutely. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does now, that, does that, wait a minute. Does that make us racist? If we don't like the We've got to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be the next thing. We'll be getting sued for that. All right. And uh, it's another thing too, Daniel, that I'll have to bite my tongue on so much stuff, which I shouldn't have to, but to describe our races, like who we are, this is a result of different uh, extraterrestrials having all sorts of interaction, whether it's Antares with Greece or, uh, you know, the Syrians with Egypt the Ryglians all over Asia, and it's the only thing that really describes why we look so different, all the different cultures, and ultimately it doesn't matter at all, considering incarnationally we're all, we've all been black, white, Asian, Jewish, and I think, sometimes I think we all come down here just to try and learn that lesson there, uh, Daniel, because yes, you can be, you know, yes, a lot does have to do with genetics, but incarnationally, there's a much, much bigger picture. So, fights breaking out. Reptilians fighting Atlanteans. The Maldekians arrive onto our planet. Huge colonies in like the Gobi Desert, northern India, Suma, all over Asia. And the poor old reptilians, spare them a thought, were getting attacked by, on multiple fronts by some incredible different beings. Are you with me, Daniel? Right here. Okay, so uh, Earth's uh, a problem. Everybody's fighting with each other. Nobody's getting along. There's different aliens interacting. It's insane. So believe it or not, a meeting is held on Andromeda. Shout out to the Andromedans from at the Andromeda Galaxy, okay, on a planet called Hatona. And they want to bring peace to what's, uh, you know, this sector of our solar system. And they want to try and say, listen, guys, how about, we create another being. We create, um, you know, we create one more being. Everybody can add their different genetic prototypes and stuff so we can all get along. Can't we all get along, Daniel? For a fee. And we wish, we wish. And this involved 12, we'll call them Lyrian refugees, 12 different uh, humanoid aliens, and, of course, the reptilians. Now... Agreements were uh, were made, but the reptilians, they insisted that the base prototype be their prototype, be the reptilian prototype. And um, they got their way, and even Credo Motwa talks about the, the fact that they gave us their mind, and the reptilian uh, base was used. The, now, on this planet, this is, again, gets confusing. On this planet with these reptilians, they're androgynous, male, female, in the same. And so the first thing was to do was to separate the genders, to create a male and a female. Again, Credo Mutwurz, people overlook it. He was amazing. That guy had the information big time. 
which links in with so much other stuff that I've read as well. And again, you can take this or leave this, folks. I know lots of uh, hardcore Christians are going to be like, he's a Satanist, he's a demon. But that's not the case. When it talks about that they took Adam's rib out and created Eve, that's the allegorical story of creating female and, and male from a reptilian base um, format. That's why still to this day, the, the core of our brain is called the reptilian brain, the lizard brain, mm -hmm. the R complex. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Our whole lymphatic system's reptilian, our hearts are different. And it's kind of a play on words with my name, Daniel, uh, with a reptile hybrid. Everyone listening to this show right now, you are reptile hybrids. We are not what you would call pure humans. This was the creation of Homo sapiens sapiens, which was supposed to be a deal by all these different beings trying to add their different genetics, which you could imagine how that went. The reptilians played their cards brilliantly and gave us their minds. And that is why in the book of Genesis, when it says, let us make man in our image, it's not even plural. It's talking about a group of different alien beings all getting together to say, let's try and make a one more being that can, you know, bring peace to the planet. And there were so many different prototypes. This happened over thousands of years. And that's why when I read stuff like L. Ron Hubbard, I know lots of people like L. Ron Hubbard. Sometimes the craziest stuff, Daniel, has the most truth, and that's no joke. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we're right at the top of the hour there, uh, Reptile Hybrid. Let's go ahead and check our online poll. Those of you watching the show, be sure to take the poll on the left side of the website. So the most dangerous alien species and uh, the viewers have the choice between reptilians the venezuelans the joe bidians insectoids alpha decronians and the palladians and the reptile looks like uh, the reptilians are, are at the top of the food chain there on this poll question the venezuelans next and of course i'm my i'm the most dangerous to me would be the joe bidians those those are nasty looking freaks there so we'll see if that <laughs> We'll see if that changes at the end at the end of our conversation here. And by the way, let's go ahead. Uh, we've got sort of a, a pause here. Let's take a few questions and involve our listeners. You know how the show goes. And then, uh, by the way, I want to uh, 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 say hello to Believe, um, Mega, 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 and Jane McLeod all jumped in a live chat with everybody else. Uh, for Doreen says, um, Reptile, what is uh, when is full disclosure? Yeah, I laugh at that all the time. You know, I see people on Twitter spaces and all everyone's talking, disclosure, disclosure. Why would you trust the same people that lied to you all your life? I don't need the government to tell me that uh, UFOs exist, Daniel, and I know that neither do you. And um, I'm going to say this right now. There's so much more that I could say that I'm not going to right now. This is disclosure. Mm -hmm. This is disclosure. You'll never get, you know, this is, and I'm not talking about me or Daniel specifically. Mm -hmm. All of us talking about this, people interested, throwing information around. This is disclosure. It's happening right now. It's just not quite what you guys might think. You don't need the government to tell you that um, aliens exist. So I'm, so I'm not, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to see the landing like, like uh, in the 1950 movies. All right, let's get to another one. James McLeod says. <laughs> Okay, well, you got some great sound effects over there. Uh, are the reptilians as diverse in culture and ideas as the humans? No way, no way. Good question. 
really simply they've got a seven tier hierarchy let's say that and again they come in all all shapes all sizes but as a general rule a seven tier car system at the very top the draco royalty amazing all right all winged creatures at the at the bottom levels just worker bees, but those people. But and in between, you've got warriors, uh, people involved with their spiritual aspects of the reptilian culture. Mm-hmm. But as a general rule, the seven-tier hierarchy is re- totally reptilian, and you'll see that in India, they've got their seven caste system. That's a direct duplicate of the reptilian system. And even when I talk about Venus, that ice comet that eventually settled to become Venus. You can go back and find news articles about, I think it was Soviets found seven dome cities right there in Venus. That's the reptilians. They keep separate. They've, they know their place. And uh, their DNA, that, that they don't evolve very much over time, and they consider themselves superior. Unlike us, we're adaptable. We're incredibly adaptable. And... Um, Good question. Seven-tier hierarchy system in the reptilians. Shout out to the Dracos. Okay. All right, we have this question from Kentucky Girl. Uh, are these reptilian beings also looking like big insects? Everybody's seen those sort of insectoid-looking things. Are they the locusts that will come out of the pit and sting people uh, who are against God? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you one thing. If I had to vote um, in that poll that you did, and, of course, uh, you know, I... I I'd want to vote for reptilians. I would vote insectoids. Those mantis beings, very, very little is known about them. And I can tell you right now, in certain sectors of this galaxy, even the reptilians shiver in fear of the mantis. They make weird clicking noises, and they are as smart and as ruthless as it gets. Sounds like it. I was going to meet them in a dark night. Maybe a mothman. Hey, man, maybe the mothman's like like a... a reptilian of some sort. All right, uh, do reptiles, do the reptilians feel love, or even maybe do the hybrids feel love? Do they have a capacity for love, reptile? Well, let's talk about these, what we'll call the reptilian hybrids, which hopefully we have time because that's the last, you know, the last piece to the puzzle to explain what's actually been happening. Not like we do. God damn, Daniel, do you know what they get up to in real life? You know about these satanic rituals sacrificing children, eating people, doing all sorts of absolute insane blood rituals. These people have no empathy. It's like trying to get a crocodile to show empathy for eating a chicken, ladies and gentlemen. That's why you have no understanding about what you're dealing with. These are our leaders. The good news is they have to pretend to be like us. They're not like us. I can guarantee you that. (laughs) And there's also these satanic groups that aren't what we'll call reptilians most of the time possessed through the bottom two base chakras, uh, you know, by these entities just outside of our light frequency in their lower astral realms. No way. Not like we do. Now, do they have families and stuff? Yes, they do, but you could imagine them. Do you have empathy for a chicken or a cow or do you eat meat? Same deal. Mm. Uh, all right. We've got this one here. Um, it's just a comment. It says, love the guest reptile hybrid. Uh, another question, uh, could it be that these are fallen angels following after Satan spoken of in the Bible? Definitely. And um, I think this is important as well. We're talking about the same thing. I see the conflict all the time. It's just a word, reptilian is just a word. They're not all reptilian. I just use that word, but 
the fallen ones, the demons, all these UFOs and stuff that we're seeing, I'm open to the fact that this could all be what we could call the fallen ones. We don't know, Daniel. Mm -hmm. But all that I do know is that cultures all throughout time have spoken about the same damn thing. Whether it's the Archons, the Naga, all throughout South America, Mm -hmm. all these um, civilizations that eventually descend into blood rituals, anything where there's a sacrifice is uh, where you'll well, find well, the reptilians. Well, well, reptile hybrid, I think we may be, you mentioned that um, America is sort of like the bulwark against the final takeover, but in California, uh, they're so close to making people in the Soylent Green, it's crazy. You can, uh, uh, they've approved uh, mince, um, just churning dead bodies up and, and planting them, using them for mulch. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a matter of time. It's going to be a food seasoner, a season your food with some human body waste or something like that. So we're not too far away from that right now. Absolutely not. And uh, that's liquefying bodies. They're doing prototype robots that will actually find a dead body and liquefy it for an energy source. And um, in case you think that you're not exempt from this, I can promise you that most of us uh, right now have eaten humans themselves. I once knew a guy called Mac, Daniel. He ended up in a Big Mac. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> thanks thanks for sharing. All right. Uh, Peter from Australia. How does this tie into the Draco constellation? Good question. Good question. We go back to Draco the dragon. So many different um, stories around the world talk about Draco as being the, the where the dragons come from. Look at Asia all over there. They even said that the leaders there, the emperors and stuff, that they descended from the Dragon Kings. Now, it's just a name when I drop these uh, star system names. You can take it or leave it. And I'm going to also mention Orion. It's a big, big part of it, the Orion Empire. And I'd be more inclined to tell you right now, we're talking the Orion Empire. May I know Draco is originally the reptilian place. We're talking the Orion Empire. And shout out to Mintaka, and believe it or not, Daniel, this is important. This, these reptilians that eventually created Lemuria. So we've got Lemuria, the reptilians, Atlanteans, the humanoids. At this point, they were far removed from the Draco Empire. And so the Dracos wouldn't approve of what happened, which was the creation of the shapeshifters and all this uh, you know, stuff behind the scenes. Even the reptilians, they're isolated here themselves, a, a faction of them, the group that I'm talking about. They created their own dialect, and in many ways, when you think about it, they were under threat. They were here first, and uh, they had their land taken away from them. Show some thoughts for the reptilians, guys. The event of the Orion. All right. Well, we've had a couple of biblical questions here, and so uh, uh, an, an astute viewer sent me this real quick. Psalms 91, 13, uh, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, and the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample underfoot. Isaiah 27.1 And that day the Lord uh, with his sore and great and strong sword shall punish Leviathan and piercing the serpent, even Leviathan the crooked serpent, and he shall lay the slay the dragon in the sea. Isaiah 51. Here's another one. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the ancient days and the generations of old art thou not it that have cut Rahab uh, and wounded the dragon. I believe Rahab might have been a, a, a word for Mars, wasn't it? Rings a bell, mate. Rings a bell. 
So there's but, some, um, there's God, some dragon. God and... bless that lady and God bless that quote because we've got to cut ourselves some slack as a race as well. Can you imagine what we've all been through? Remembering we are part reptilian, although you might mm-hmm. not want to believe that. And I think it's the, the story there, Daniel, about good versus evil and about everyone's got that evil within them and mm-hmm. we all struggle with it every single day. And people don't want to admit that, but the, the whole story of the Bible, I think it's compatible with what I'm talking about. And we need to go back and look at the Bible, including the New Testament, when we hear about angels coming and talking and doing all this. These were literal beings. Well, I'm not, not a, what people I'm, are thinking. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a doctor, a, a reptile hybrid, but uh, don't babies somewhere along the way have a tail in the womb? Absolutely. And another you look thing, at it up to you look it up to six weeks, six to eight weeks. The uh, fetus, it's yeah. just like reptilian, and which goes back to what I was talking about. They added their reptilian genetics, which is kind of cool. Like Alex Collier was contacted by the Andromedans, and you can take this or leave it, but he was told that the uh, us Homo sapiens sapiens doesn't matter what race you are or culture or where you live, we were considered genetic royalty. Think about it. We hold the DNA of, of 12 aliens, one reptilian species, and I'm sure that a huge reason that they're here is for our genetics. And really quickly, to going back to the creation, which is the next part that I want to talk about of um, what we'll call the hybrids, again from Genesis, when men began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God should be the sons of the gods saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. The Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterwards with the sons of the gods went to the daughters of men and had children by them. They were the heroes of old, of men of renown. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, just to be clear for the folks watching the program, I have Reptile Hybrid on the program. He's in co- sort of cognito because he needs to remain as such. Uh, however, that being said, be be it of note that I don't necessarily agree with everything he's saying. And Reptile, you know that uh, you're aware of that coming on the show. But I certainly want to hear the cohesive statements that you're making and to see if there's a pattern there and things that we can learn. Uh, because, you know, most people come from their perspectives. They don't change instantly in their views and they do those of us I, mean, I like to have my personal views challenged to see if it can stand up against uh, an, another for uh, an, another uh, another belief system and so we'll see about that so that's just clarifying on that one all right so let's get to this question here oh by the way um uh, uh a reptile uh have you have you been have you got any intel that that uh, is is anybody's threatened you or came against you because i know you're sort of incognito here so you need to remain anonymous maybe you could share a little bit why that is so are you under duress of any kind not at all mate not at all and and that's uh, another thing you have nothing to fear but fear itself and um you kidding me you're talking a reptile it's worse (laughs) than the curse of the pharaoh daniel anyone who comes sniffing around my neck of the woods uh oh doesn't end well Okay, continue on. Okay, okay, so, and I'm nearly done with this. We'll call it a galactic history, and thank you so much for, again, having me and letting me do this, because I really do think it's important. 
So here we are on planet Earth. You've got the Atlanteans at this point, uh, along with the Meldekians, and there's three different groups who are covering all of the Earth, taking over the reptilians' land. And um, eventually what happened? The reptilians got driven inside our planet. Some went to Venus, some went to other places, but as a general rule, they went under the ground. And that's why we get the stories of the demons and the devil living under the ground and where you can go under the ground and burn in hell. And the reptilian, uh, the, the, the depictions of the devil, clearly reptilian. So once the reptiles had left the surface of the planet, these Atlanteans, so productive, so amazing, conquered and just uh, you know pretty much um, colonized everywhere all over the planet. And that still didn't stop them from understanding about what lurked beneath, which was this reptilian threat. And they could not stop, you know, trying to get rid of them, which were included electromagnetic weapons constantly, which eventually sank what we'll call, you know, the Pacific Ocean now, totally sank it. The only uh, areas left of what we'll call Lemuria was Hawaii, my country, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Philippines, and some places around Asia as well. The reptilians absolutely just got totally attacked. They left. They they went to again, as I said, into uh, they eventually left to northern India, inside the Earth, Venus, and also down in Central and South America. You'll see Quetzalcoatl, Kulkulkan, all of that stuff down there. Total reptilian gods. And um, yeah, they are. They are a lot of them. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, once that finally um, transpired, again, with Atlantis doing that with the electromagnetic weapons um, all throughout Lemuria, which sank Lemuria, putting it into the Pacific Ocean, that caused a, a, a pole shift, what we'll call a flip on its axis. That was the flood. That was the huge catastrophe that totally wiped out so much. And we can say maybe that was around 10,500 years ago. You can take it or leave it but that was kind of um, the end of the history that we never were told about. And then that's where we enter the next phase, which we, go, which we start in Sumeria, Daniel Suma, and the, the creation of these blue blood shape-shifting reptilians. Mm -mm. Okay. So at this point, you could imagine after the... Um, you know, after these cataclysms, there were different alien cultures that were in, that were responsible for certain humanoids around the planet. Again, that's why we look so different. Now, the reptilians at this point, they realized they want to take over. How do we do this? They, even like we would today, like our intelligence agencies would, you'd have to have somebody that looks like that person that you're going to infiltrate. So it's not that crazy. The reptilians at this point, they'd been under the ground for so long. Mm -hmm. Humans weren't used to how scary they look. And they eventually realized they wanted to create a 50, 50 hybrid. They wanted to create something that looked like a human, but was actually reptilian. And this was the creation of what we'll call the shape-shifting reptilians. Well, started in Egypt. They kidnapped leaders, important people, and it took a while. And they eventually, you know, created these hybridized beings with the help again from these amazing beings from Sirius A. And um, eventually, they realized that you know, once you create a 50/50 hybrid, I know this sounds crazy. I don't know if it's energetic or physical. I don't want to get into that right now. But they literally do transform. 
because this reality is an illusion anyway, so it's not that crazy to think about that. And with the help of the Syrians, they eventually realized that, you know, for these uh, creatures to maintain their human form, they have to ingest the blood and the hormones of human beings. At this point, they didn't have a supply of sacrificial victims like they did after this. And the, the Syrians cleverly got a wild boar out of the wild, merged it with human genetics, creating what we'll call the domesticated pig, the pink-skinned pig. And that thing there is actually a form of humanity. Eating it is a form of cannibalism. It's why you can graft the skin onto our skin, the heart valves onto our valves. And these hideous, shape-shifting reptilians dined on these swine day in, day out, until they eventually, a very long story short, took over pretty much all major cultures throughout the planet and had a ready supply of sacrificial victims. And that's what's happening to this day about what Satanism's all about, about what you'd call the Illuminati. The Illuminati are simply the hybrid reptilian bloodlines. And their time is very, very short, and they know it. Ooh, sucks to be you, huh, boys? <laughs> all right. I'm, gl I'm glad that they got a short window. Big time, bro. See, there's not only the, the, the original, I'm going to call them the Orion Empire, they didn't agree to any of this. And I, I don't want to scare anybody, but they're bad. And even more than that, nothing to be uh, scared of at all. This Galactic Federation, Daniel, hate to talk about this because people give up their power listening to this stuff because we so badly want to save you. Donald Trump's coming to save you. Elon Musk coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save you. I can promise you that. Having said that, Daniel, there are these beings that are very, very close to, to us right now, and they're watching what's happening, especially over the last two years. This is absolutely insane what's happening right now. This is crazy. And I'm talking about uh, the vast majority of people's family and friends being injected with a deadly bioweapon and um, total crushing of freedoms and everything we thought we knew. I'm down here in Australia, and um, I don't even recognize my country anymore, mate. Well, we're not too far behind. I mean, uh, so you, I think you guys are about two weeks ahead uh, in, the, in the lockdowns. And by the way, speaking of that, are, are you guys heading to another lockdown? I hear people talking about it. My God, really? We're not going to do that, are we? I can't imagine. As, as bad as I know the sheeple are, I can't imagine, especially, let's say, in the next 24 months, anybody's going to put up with that. Mm -hmm. Never forget, if you didn't, if it, nobody wore the mask, it, we wouldn't have to. If nobody got vaccinated, you wouldn't have to. Mm. Now's the time to stand up, ladies and gentlemen, because if you don't... Hey, uh, how, how do we know that the vaccine isn't really sort of like a, uh, like a, like you would give a cow antibiotic or hormone? They're preparing our bodies for so they can digest us a little bit easier. All right, let's get to another question for you, Reptile Hybrid. Um, well, now... Uh, Kentucky Girl says, if you are a reptile, why are you helping us by telling us all this? So you're not actually saying that you are a reptile, but you're saying you have reptilian history or makeup? It, what's the what's the des designation there? It's revelation of the method, Daniel. See, we absolve ourselves of all karma. An ancient European reptilian bloodline. We're not as bad as you think. Sometimes you have to hear it from the snake himself, Daniel. 
Alrighty, uh, what do you, this is from Peter from Australia again, and thanks Peter for watching the show. Uh, what do you think about Kubrick? Was tr what do you think Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick, was trying to tell us in 2001: A Space Odyssey? What was he trying to say? Hey, let's go straight to uh, The Shining. That he was trying to tell everybody that hey, I staged the moon landings. There's a, a great documentary by uh, Jay Widener called Kubrick's Odyssey. Definitely worth checking out. Now, that's another thing, too. People go down that path. We never went to the moon. We never did this. You go and look at a guy called William Tompkins. He was 94. He came out. Naval intelligence, absolutely incredible. Worked for Douglas Aircraft, NASA, all this stuff. We've been to the moon. We've been to every planet in the solar system. And we're, we've got ships miles long traversing the galaxy. No joke. Now, the real reason why we've never been back to the moon is because they were, when they went there, not what we saw on camera, but when they finally went there, they were greeted by the reptilians who told them, get lost. Hmm. All right. Uh, one more quick question in, in, in this pause. Uh, is Donald Trump a reptilian? And if, if not a uh, reptile hybrid, who's the most notable reptilian uh in in on the world political scene. Good question, good question. Donald Trump, hey Donald Trump, do not put your um, trust in Donald Trump. He is not a reptilian. He's not at the rituals. Um, he wasn't just accidentally uh, quote elected. Presidents aren't elected; they're selected. That's why most of them are related to each other, same reptilian bloodline. But well, for whatever reason, they put him in there. He got to play president. He's a high-level Freemason, a total puppet, if you only knew. You're better than him. Your, your dad's better than him. Please don't trust in Donald Trump. Did you get your Trump NFT? I got one where he's a cowboy. Did you get that one? No, but uh, I, I know that he has some trading cards. Or a cards. superhero. Did you see that one with him with a superhero with lasers coming out of his eye? Like, considering where we're at at this point, is it just me or is this just absolutely disgusting? Well, to me, it's getting a little funny. All right, hey, let's get to a few more questions. Lots of people have got lots of questions. Let's go ahead on up here. Uh, so, and I really, this is from Felix, and he kind of just really just said what I said or asked, uh, who are America's current reptile leaders? Now, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. I didn't get a, ch I didn't get a chance to do that. Now, again, this is very, very uh, controversial stuff, and I'm not just throwing any names out there because – They've made sure that all the doors are being closed. We had that, you remember that period, probably between 10 and 20 years ago, where the conspiracy research came out, including Behold a Pale Horse, and there's the floodgates open. And um, we got access to some of these people, including uh, sex slaves. Guys like David Icke have spoken to the people who have been at these rituals to know what's really going on. Now, you want to talk about shape-shifting reptilians, the royal family? Hello, everybody. This is Queen Elizabeth. Although I'm gone, I will always be back eventually. And I want to say thank you to Daniel Lord and Reptile for exposing the reptilian <laughs> conspiracy. Well, the Bush family, well, Daniel, the Bush well, that's, family. That's either, that's, either, of all. that's either reptilian or gay, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Bush family, great one. Henry Kissinger, Gore, Rockefellers, Rothschild, the Warburgs. The royal families, the Lee family of China, all across the world, all across the world. It's mind-boggling. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Reptile, let me get this. I missed this question earlier. Uh, this is from Believe. Uh, so, from what this person believe, from what you're saying, you believe the reptiles created us. So, who created the reptiles? Great question. Great question. Um, the only, as I was saying before, they have no idea exactly who created the reptilians. Apparently, even the reptilians themselves, it's so obscure they don't know. Stuart Swordlow talks about these transparent people that come from a different dimension that somehow did it. I don't know, Daniel. I don't know. That mm-hmm. stuff's beyond me. All right, Rian. Whatever it was, whatever it was, this is a galactic game that we've been playing now for billions of years. And believe it or not, you are meant to be on this planet right now because there's no game like it. And maybe we can save this for another time, the the reality of who we are homo sapiens sapiens as i said before we're all reptile hybrids well, there's a bit makes of a, us very very unique very very unique we are it, we're important well that's a that's a, a a bit of a controversy there if if we're meant to be here that doesn't sound like designer reptilian humanoids i mean it seems more like a divine type of creation more than say uh hungry reptiles that are looking to, to farm some humans for supper Oh, do you know, all, all creation is amazing, including the reptilians. Not just them, but all the different genetics of all these different beings. We have that within us. Never forget mm-hmm. that. Genetic royalty. That's who we are. And um, enjoy it while it lasts, because this is we're getting towards the end game here, Daniel. Something's got to give. Okay, a couple more questions, and we'll get back onto it. Um, Kentucky Girl says, why does it seem the aliens and the reptilians in general are afraid of the name of Jesus. Interesting, mate. Interesting. Remember that in so much of the literature with the uh, gray abductions and other things with demonic attack? Let's face it, there is nothing really that can be done, but believe it or not, even with researchers who didn't want to look into it, the name of Jesus, which wasn't his name, by the way, is um, something that can stop them. Mm -hmm. Incredible. I see a question in about uh, adrenochrome, and one of the pictures you sent me showed a bunny, a little bunny rabbit. Are they getting adrenochrome from little bunnies? <laughs> now, when you look at the molecular structure of it, you know, when you look at the um, the picture of the molecular structure, it actually looks like a rabbit. So these son of a bitches have it as a code for a white rabbit. <laughs> uh, at the, the highest rabbit. level, 200 grand a bottle. Is, is that, the best of the hybrids can afford that stuff. Is, is that why they told ne- told Neo follow the white rabbit? Exactly. Mm. Everywhere you see it in pink now, clips, all through the stuff. If we have time, maybe another time. The reptilian, the reptilian imagery that you find in your culture is mind-boggling. The children are programmed with it. Barney the dinosaur, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Pokemon, Reptilian, 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 everywhere. Uh, I would agree with you. There's some truth there. In fact, even Lord of the Rings, their big demon tower is a big slit-eye-looking thing. Big Called the Eye of Sauron, S-A-U-R-O-N. That looks like a reptilian. That looks like a reptilian eye to me. Exactly, exactly. J.R. Tolkien, he knew all about this. He was hanging out with the best of them. He knew it. And uh, that, that picture that you see right now, that's some scary stuff right there, let me tell you right now. And it's not just a sacrifice victim that gets that. There's wholesale company, uh, wholesale business with little children right now being milked of this this garbage right now. 
mm. and they get taken around. There's Excel spreadsheets that have been leaked. And um, I'm telling these people right now who are doing this, listen to me right now. This is going to stop 100%. You mark my words. Enjoy it while it lasts. And fair thee be warned, says I, come sniffing around my neck of the woods, only misery waits. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm talking about, some cowboy justice. Hey, uh, from our... Uh... From our uh, from our contact form, uh, Faustino Rossi uh, asked this question: Is Star Wars a movie or a documentary? Wow, good question. From my brother Faustino. Uh, shout out to all the crew on Twitter, Twitter Spaces. Um, good question. I'll tell you one thing that George Lucas admits that all of the uh, the storyline behind Star Wars that all came from his dreams. And, you know, I could get into guys like Preston Nichols who talk about mind control. He was the first one to embed mind control in the twist by Chubby Checker. He talks about working for George Lucas. And astonishingly, when he was on the scene of Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. Lucas is doing the exact same technique with his movies. So, um, God, look at all those movies. The the more recent ones with Execute Order 66, Mm -hmm. talking about the, the New World Order and the takeover, the people that we think are our leaders and have our best interest at heart are anything but um from um from jamal how do we detect the reptiles here on earth how can we tell who they are man i mean you mentioned sherry shriner in the very beginning you know she she would uh, piss them off with some organ i mean is there a way that we can detect who they are reptile hybrid (laughs) there are some people i'd like to piss a reptilian off imagine that there's some. Hey, you remember? There's some people who can see it. You, you'll also hear stories, even with movies like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and people who you know take acid and can see these things. These beings are just outside of our what we'll call visible light. We'll call it our dimension, but it's not the best word. And uh, what about the movie They Live, Daniel? Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. You, you get metaphorically, these glasses allow you to see not only the reptilians, but the subliminal um, messages that are all around us. And I, do you remember right towards the end, they find the station where it's being broadcast from and destroy it, and then everybody can see them now. This might be crazy, but David Icke's spoken about that the reptilians have to consume more and more blood and hormones mm. just to keep their frequency, to keep their human form. All right. Hey, and hey, all, 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 just really quickly, all this okay. stuff that we're seeing before us, including the vaccine, the electromagnetic stuff with the 5G, everything is designed to ultimately hold humanity back from what's about to happen. And we will leave all this crap in the past. Winning! <laughs> Hey, all right, your your mate from Australia, Australian Ben, says, what do reptilians think about Kathy O'Brien revealing the secrets of their human sacrifices? Wow. wow. Who knows, Ben? And how good's Ben? Shout out to him. Like, thank you for setting this up. He's just such a cool guy. Very, very good question. I will tell you one thing. It, it says there in the Bible that all truth eventually will be revealed and Kathy O'Brien is one of those people in case you don't know she was like a CIA mind controlled slave a presidential model mind boggling stuff and in her book A Transformation of America she didn't believe it necessarily Mm -hmm. she talks about when she first met Bush Senior Bush Senior's there with this big book of lizard like aliens and he told her 
that we're actually aliens, but nobody knows because, you know, we can change our, the way we look and mm-hmm. is, is, it goes deeper and deeper. Is, is Kathy O'Brien still alive? Yep, she's still alive. Hey, she man, recently did a hey, great interview with David Ike. She's great. Shout well, out to Kathy O'Brien. Now, we need to have that courage because um, that's another thing too. So often you just uh, don't say anything out of mm-hmm. fear or think, I've got kids, I've got this, I've got that. Your kids are being injected right now. Now's mm-hmm. the time. Well, well listen, Rep, Reptile, I, I've been trying to find her, her contact information. So if you're out there, you have an assignment, find her contact information, get it over to me. Do you know, personally, I wouldn't even go there with someone like uh, Kathy O'Brien. I can be this stupid uh, reptilian character with the, the vertical slit. Someone like Kathy O'Brien, top, top players never, ever, ever expected that stuff to come out. And what is written within those books, I truly believe it's one of the most important big books ever written in the last hundred years. And um, I'll tell you the truth, Daniel, I ask whatever it is, tell me, I want to know. And transformation, along with the stuff like Bloodlines of the Illuminati, Children of the Matrix back in those days. Remember all Tex Mars, Jim Mars? You had all these guests on, Daniel. Remember the old school guys? They're all leaving us now. They're getting taken out, sounds like. Hey, here's a great question. Uh, Here's a great question just come in. Is the fact that male and female reptilians can give birth, is that the reason they're currently saying men can have children? Wow. Very interesting, isn't it? Blurring the lines between male and female, between sexes. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you got, I'm you not got gonna, Michael. I'm not, I'm not going to say yes or no, but if you look at what's just happened with this, absolute, like, yeah, debauchery, you, you, drag queen story yeah. time, the, the total sexualization of children, all of us. And I'm going to tell anyone right now, if you're watching porn, taking hard drugs, doing all this crap, the astral reptilians will 100% be inside your mind, and that's a fact. Never mm-hmm. forget that. They mm-hmm. never miss a feed. Wow. It doesn't matter if it's a world war, a little creature that's dying slowly in the Amazon jungle. The astral entities will suck up that energy. Mm. Delicious. Ooh. All right. There's some morning right there. Um, I mean, you know, you got Michael Obama. You got you got that uh, grinder thing that came in the prisoner swap, swap from Russia. I mean, man... You you got guys wearing wigs and 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 furry furries. Do you know what furries are? We got one of them working for the government. You, you just um, read a message from a guy called Faustino. He taught me about those furries. Crazy yeah. stuff. You, you don't. Want I'm to, old you, fashioned. <laughs> I'm old fashioned, mate. I don't, crazy. No, nobody really wants to know about furries. Uh, but unfortunately, it's in the lexicon now, and we got to deal with it because they're at the highest level of power. Walk, you know, walking, walking pups around and, and getting bang, you know, banging guys. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, all right, one more question. But, but just, just really quickly there, because this is important. And all jokes aside, Credo Mutwa is an amazing African Sanusi. He's the guy who got in contact with David Icke after David Icke wrote The Biggest Secret and said, "How do you know about the Shitahuri? And it's a long and complicated story. He tells it. And um, you know he, he gets right into the information about the separation of male and female. Although people don't want to hear this stuff, they really don't want to hear it. Could it be wrong? It definitely could be. Don't listen to me. Mm-hmm. But when they separated the, the genders into male and female, symbolic of Adam taking the rib out of Eve, it took a long time, and they put in what he calls DNA. What he doesn't call it, but they're called DNA commands. And as a general rule for men. It's to get laid as much as you can 
and for women it's to find a mate and, and procreate now unless we're able to get control of this sexual urge that all these people have including faustina we don't have a chance that's why so much of this sexual propaganda we're bombarded with it you can't escape it it's crazy mm. um is uh you you mentioned that uh Australia in the beginning is, is, is sort of a hotspot epicenter of all things reptilians. I mean, obviously you guys got the Geico, but is Canada a hotspot for reptilians as well? Somebody asked. Good question. Good question. You know, I'm not going to say yes or no, except that they're there right down in your country, America. Imagine Washington, D.C. Kathy O'Brien was there with uh, the Bennett boys. And um, she tells an incredible story. She thinks it was just all mind control. It wasn't. They induced her with certain drugs, and she was at a like a, a DC Washington DC cocktail party, and everyone there was a reptilian. Wow! You don't think they exist, ladies and gentlemen? I'm telling you right now, it's crazier than you could ever imagine. The leaders are not really the leaders. They live, we sleep. <laughs> well, well, we don't want that going on. All right, continue on. Just really quickly, listen to this. Okay, yeah. this is uh, Kathy O'Brien. Okay, she talks about in her book. She, this is before all this stuff came out, where she eventually was uh, meeting Miguel de la Madrid. This is the president of Mexico, and uh, she told he told her again, thinking because he's just a, a total mind controlled slave. This information would never come out. It did come out, and if you haven't heard it yet, you're about to. This is what this guy told her. Della Madrid had relayed the legend of the iguana to me, explaining that lizard-like aliens had descended upon the Mayans. The Mayan pyramids, their advanced astronomical technology, including sacrifice to virgins, were supposedly inspired by the lizard aliens. He told me that when the aliens interbred with the Mayans to produce a form of life they could inhabit, they fluctuated between a human and iguana appearance through chameleon-like abilities. A perfect vehicle for transforming into world leaders, Della Madrid claimed to have Mayan alien ancestry in his blood, whereby he transformed back into an iguana at will. Della Madrid produced a hologram similar to the one Bush did in his initiation. Wow. His hologram of lizard-like tongue and eyes produced the illusion that he was transforming into an iguana. So she thinks that's just an illusion. It wasn't. And the things he made her do, so reptilian and disgusting, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make it up. Hmm. If you met one of these reptilians face to face, what uh, what kind of action would you take? I'd probably invite him in for a drink, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> I meet him quite well, routinely. I'm not inviting him in for a drink. What yes, hit him with some more tell you, mate, the reptilian the reptilians know all about you, Daniel. They respect you, brother. They're not what you're thinking either. They respect people like you who are actually after the truth and not like so many of the others. Wow. Don't worry about that, my brother. I promise you that. Well, right on. Maybe, maybe I need to say hello You'd to you. Definitely. Shout out to the reptilians. All this is shout out to the reptilians. It's time for them to come out too. They understand this. Believe it or not. They want to do, there's going to be a, apparently a staged invasion. They call it Blue Boom. And uh, the reptilians want to take front and center there. They're, they, they're sick of hiding in the shadows. Are we ready? Are we ready? All right, continue on. So we've got, uh, let's put it, I'm going to ask this question. How many, what's percentage of the of the world population are hybrids or, no, I guess you would say all of them, but the, the controllers, what's the percentage of the controllers? 
Wow, another great question, which shows you just how powerless they are. An infinitesimal fraction, a slither. I couldn't give you a percentage. Well, that's a good and thing. that's one thing. That's the thing with these people. They have to create all their secret societies, including the Freemasons. If you're a Freemason, you have no idea what you're involved with. Shame on you. I don't care who you are. All the secret societies, all the royal bloodlines, it's so hard for them to, to keep it within the house. That's why they have all the secret societies, all these small-knit groups. Us, on the other hand, I didn't expect to come on this radio show three weeks ago. We're spread out around the planet and... Um, Compared to, honestly, God, compared to us, these people don't have a chance. And it's not even, a, at this point, it's not even a fight between us or them. It's just a, it's just a, a way to wrap this game up before it all finishes, Daniel, because it's going to. And uh, Reptile Hybrid, how do you suspect that it's going to end? What would you say is going to happen, Daniel? Well, it sounds to me like there's going to be an all-out war, sort of like a war of the worlds. They're going to show up, and we're going to fire some nukes at them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Does all the actions of these, let's call them the secret government, does it seem like they have any plans for the future or is it just held to leather that they know something's coming and that's mm-hmm. why they're acting like this? They don't even have to justify it anymore. Well, you know, they used to pretend like they were us. Now mm-hmm. it's just like, shut up, we're going to do this. Right, right. Now, I know you've, you've been with the program a long time, so you would know that my, my opinion of that is that we cannot, as the human part of this, okay, I'll give you any of that cannot come up with a, a vision of that evil because we can't get that we can't think that evil so what looks to us like chaos in the world isn't really chaos it's directed chaos it's bringing us somewhere and we just don't have we can't our mind our our normal moral mind that's you know that believes in a creator that you had to live a, a just life that type of thing can't come up with why why these why this what this chaos means because we can't think that evil. But the reptilians obviously can think that evil, and they have their evil plans. Exactly. People all, I hear it all the time. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Yes, they would. Just because you don't think they would. Do not doubt the evil on this planet. Not for one minute. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is a message to all of those, the crew, the Illuminati crew. Even the reptilian remnant who've been who've been here for so long, I love you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what's about to happen, don't you? The Orion Empire shall return. And I'll quickly read something again about their predicament. Mm-hmm. The original reptilians are coming back. <laughs> they are here now, and the ones who remained on this planet developed their own little subculture, which went against what the overall plan was. And now they're afraid of their own people. There's a lot of scurrying around. And if you want to call it that, to protect against the original population that's coming back, and there's going to be a gigantic battle on this planet in the next few years. I think there's going to be war. And the human-reptilian hybrids that are here are going to defend themselves against the originals, the true breads, the Orion Empire. Or the true bloods. Is that the same thing? There you go, mate. There you go. The reason they called them the blue bloods too, the shape-shifting reptilians, the blue bloods, there's more of a copper content in their blood. It turns like a blue-green color when it oxidizes. Mm-hmm. That's why they're called the blue bloods. And it's also why they have to main, uh, only breed within compatible reptilian hybrid bloodlines. Otherwise, you lose it. You can't shape-shift. Very, very strict. Mm-hmm. That's why they're always breeding within each other, within the family. 
Mm. Rothschilds are very strict on Sound that. Sound like a lot of rip, reptilian incest going on there. Um, <laughs> why? Why? Uh, why did uh, why did their their eyes turn black? Now look, I've seen you can Google images and you'll see all sorts of world leaders with black eyes, from Bush to the Pope, Madonna. The list goes on and on. You think, well, who's punching these people in the eye? And you can also see them with a broken foot. The same kind of world leaders. They're all breaking their foot. Are they all getting a black eye? What's going on? There's another phenomenon you can Google, and that is, and there's another one with an eye patch. Then uh, another one you can Google image search, and you'll see what appears to be, and Joe Biden is great about this, uh, imagery-wise, his eyes are like solid black. But you see another video of him, and they're not. But you can clearly see in certain events that they are. Is that, for one, is that the same Joe Bite Me, or is he a shape-shifting reptilian bastard who sometimes is starting to manifest because he can't sniff a girl in time or something like that, get his adrenochrome? I believe that, in fact, that's what I think Joe Biden gets his adrenochrome. He's, he's mastered that to get it through hair sniffing. Other people got to drink blood. Go ahead. Can you believe that guy? I can't Can you believe that we've got we've got his son there with literal videos of the guy on crack and doing all this disgusting stuff. He's there sniffing little children over and over and over again, hours and hours of footage. Nothing happens to them. It's no. absolutely mind-boggling. Now, now no. the black-eyed. What about the fact that uh, with vaccinated parents, these black-eyed children are being born? Have you seen that, Daniel? Doesn't even change. We're talking black-eyed children now. Yeah, well, they seem highly like overdeveloped. And, and, and highly overdeveloped walking before they should, standing up before they should. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could go all the way back to David M. Jacobs. He wrote a book called The Thread. He was a PhD. And I think one of the more, you know, one of the more level headed researchers who's, who's talked about the abduction phenomenon. Now, this stuff could be going on for at least 60, 70 years. Are there hybrids amongst us? Are, are they going to take over? Now, with these world leaders, it's either two things or both of them, and it's both of them. Sometimes these scumbags who are on camera get beaten up at the rituals. They just have to do it, mm -hmm. see, because they're just plebs, amongst mm. many other things. Mm. And uh, although they don't want us to talk about this, what the, another thing is, these son of a bitches are dropping this adrenochrome straight into their eye. And uh, that results in a, a black eye if you've been on it for a few days. <laughs> really good, huh, guys? Really good for you. That's that's all coming to an end. All coming to an end. Well, now, when you say coming to the end, reptile hybrid, uh, it seems to me they have they would have some sort of super technology. And all we got a few measly nukes, uh, maybe a you know a beginning type of laser gun. You know, not 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 very much, but. How's our technology? How are we going to defeat them on such as on the on this kind of scale when they got billions of years of evolution going for them? Do you know that even our secret government by this point has amazing tech, all sorts of deals with different uh, ETs, if you want to call them that. Now the reptilians are good; they've got some decent technology, but compared to what we'll call the Galactic Federation and others, they don't stand a chance. There's also beings, uh, Daniel from a different dimension who have all eyes all eyes are on this planet right now as we speak you are living in the most amazing time period ever front row tickets mm -hmm. the end of the world oh, okay so all we're dealing with here is, is the end of the but, world but seriously but seriously there's been books written about it daniel they've shut down missile silos and the reptilians are powerful but they only have so much power there's beings out there if they don't want a nuclear war to happen it's not going to happen mm-hmm and they understand that as well. Well, historically, uh, 
aliens have interfered with our nuke systems. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they I were guess, involved in all my ma- all major historical periods, especially like we can go back to World War Two, which is what William Tompkins spoke about. The reptilians were behind uh, the Nazis in many ways, mm-hmm. including giving them technology. It goes to Antarctica. It's a very, very complicated story. There was a- another group from Aldebaran who had the opposite intentions. But all of our world history, including the planet you live on, including your very DNA makeup, who you are is reptilian so shout out to the reptilians mm. it needs to be said now interesting because we talked we've talked several several little clues one is that uh the, the uh, uh, babies seem to have a, a little tail thing in in the womb and it sort of goes away there's very various things like that but there's also this effort and push for us to stop eating meat and start eating bugs and i know canada just built the biggest cricket factory in the world to eat and they're tr- and the United States just banned lobster fishing on the East Coast. That's like beyond belief. That's like banning an Indiana farmer from growing corn. How could that even be a thing? Or for Washington State not to be able to grow apples, or Idaho not to be able to grow potatoes, which is all these states are known for that. And now you know they're going against the meat. We had 10,000 cattle just drop dead not too long ago. Never been explained. But it seems to me that but they're trying to get us to eat bugs. Now, what would a reptilian, what do frogs eat? What do basic serpents eat? They're eating bugs. Well said, well said. And that's another thing with the, what we call the one world government. It's so alien because they want to homogenize everything. One currency, one military, everybody eat the same, everybody speak the same. That's, that's not how we were meant to be here on this planet. And um, can you imagine it? And they're already sneaking it into food already. If you look, Daniel, if you read very carefully, they're already putting in cricket protein into certain foods. Yuck. Yummy. You're not meant to eat that stuff, by the way. Lots of the stuff in the crickets doesn't break down properly. Do not eat bugs, guys. Do not eat bugs. You are better than well, that. I'm Give me a T-bone steak, Daniel. I'm, T-bone steak. I'm certainly not going to be eating some bugs. All right. Hey, uh, I want to say hello to Casper from Denmark. Hello, mate. I appreciate you watching the show. All right. Continue on there, Reptile Hyrule. We don't got too much time left. I want to make sure you get everything out that you were that you were kind of prepared to talk about. Okay, then. Okay, then. Let's, let's fast forward. And again, I could talk about the Naga and all these uh, incredible cultures, whether it's Quetzalcoatl uh, or Kukulkan all around the world. This reptilian theme keeps coming up over and over and over again. And um, I'm going to fast forward to the one and only David Icke, who people can give all sorts of stick to, but he's been, he's the guy who's a little bit further than most people saying, come up here and come check out this. And there's not many people uh, who are what I'll call legitimate. Huge fan of David Icke, shout out to him. And he eventually went all around the world and was told this story recurring over and over again. People who were breaking out of the mind control programs involved in the Illuminati, Rothschild's descendants. And he eventually um, met a woman called Christine Fitzgerald. And uh, she apparently was involved at the highest levels with these satanic rituals. And um, I'll just just really quickly quickly read this too, because Diana, she Christine Fitzgerald was Diana's like personal healer. She was really good friends with Diana and swore Diana would call them the reptiles or the lizards and say they're not human. Now, this is what she says about the, the, the royal family. And it also describes the reptilians so brilliantly. 
The Queen Mother. Now, that's a serious piece of wizardry. The Queen Mother is a lot older than people think. To be honest, the royal family hasn't died for a long time. They've just metamorphosized. It's sort of cloning, but in a different way. They take pieces of flesh and rebuild the body from one little bit because it's lizard, because it's cold-blooded. It's much easier to do this Frankenstein crap than it is for us. The different bodies are just different electrical vibrations, and they have got that secret. They've got the secrets of the microcurrents. It's so micro, so specific. These radio waves that actually create the bodies, these are the energies I work with when I'm healing. And and, and then she goes on, um, David Icke, in an amazing video called Revelations of a Mother Goddess, and do, do I... I'm not endorsing what you're about to hear right now, but it needs to be said because uh, if it's all right with you, Daniel, nothing off the table. Mm -hmm. Do you want to find out what happens at the rituals with the most uh, prominent, high-level, quote, famous people on the planet? Going to have to do it. Go there. Okay, okay then. Now, she was uh, what they call a mother goddess, and in these freakish rituals, there's the mother goddess, a father god, and these sacrifices that, that are brought in. And they're done for a reason, to connect with these astral entities, to connect with these beings that are outside of our visible light frequency. And um, this is what Arizona Wilder said about the Queen Mother. We're talking about the Queen's mum. The Queen Mother was cold, 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 a nasty person. None of her cohorts even trusted her. They have named an altar mind control program after her. They call it the Black Queen. I have seen her sacrifice people. I remember her pushing a knife into someone's rectum the night that two boys were sacrificed. One was 13 and the other was 18. You need to forget that the Queen Mother appears to be a frail old woman. When she shapeshifts into a reptilian, she becomes very tall and strong. Some of them are so strong they can rip out a heart and they all grow by several feet when they shapeshift. I have seen her sacrifice. This is, a, 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 this is the Queen Elizabeth. I have seen her sacrifice people and eat their flesh and drink their blood. One time she got so excited with bloodlust that she didn't just cut the victim's throat from left to right in the normal ritual. She just went crazy, stabbing and ripping at the flesh after she had shapeshifted into a reptilian. When she shapeshifts, she has a long reptile face, almost like a beak, and she's an off-white color. The Queen Mother looks basically the same, but there are differences. She, the Queen, also has like bumps on her head and eyes are very frightening. She's very, very aggressive, and she goes on to talk about Prince Charles, our current king. These people are not human, and um, I don't know how we're going to come to the realization of this, but it is coming. It is coming. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of people know mm -hmm. they're not human. Yeah, just just for uh, for the Christians watching the program, uh, well respected in a, a reptile hybrid. You may have heard of him, uh, L.A. Marzuli. He's well well respected in, in these circles here. He's sort of a hybrid Christian, sort of like I am. But he interviewed a man uh, who's completely believable, said he was uh, asked, a woman asked him for a date, and so he went a date with her, and a fly landed on the glass. They had a glass of wine, and, and uh, he said that a tongue, a forked tongue come out of her mouth about a foot, snapped that fly right off of that glass, and ate it. These people are out there. Wow, cool. And um, not only are they out there, they're under there, folks. They're under there. 
this whole world that you even see on the surface. We're incredible beings. We're, we live on the surface. There's lots of other aliens can't live on the surface like we can. Never forget that. We are still the custodians of this place. And when I say under there, I come from the land down under. All the action takes uh, place under the ground. And this was mm. from a, a, an old school guy called Brand. This is, think about this. Some of the major population centers were deliberately established by the Masonic hybrid elite of the old and new worlds to afford easy access to already existing underground levels, some of which are thousands of years old, considering that the Los Alamos um, could literally melt tunnels through the earth at a rate of eight miles per hour. You can imagine how extensive these underground tunnels have become. These subsidies also offer close access to organized crime syndicates which operate on the surface. They have developed a whole science of Borgonomics through which they literally nickel and dime us into slavery via multi-level taxation, inflation, sublimation, manipulation, regulation, fines, fees, licenses, and the entire debt scam, which is run by the Federal Reserve and Wall Street. New York City, I can confirm, is one of the largest draconian reptilian nests in the world or rather the ancient underground Atlantean systems that network beneath that area. They literally control, control the entire Wall Street pyramid from below, with more than a little help from reptilian bloodlines like the Rockefellers, etc. In fact, these reptilian genetic lines operate in a parasitic manner, the underground society acting as the parasite society and the surface society operating as the host society. As for the New York Wall Street nest, during the bombing of the World Trade Center, wherein terrorists attempted to topple one of the towers into the other, a little-known fact was briefly revealed. A six-leveled sub-basement controlled by the U.S. Secret Service suffered heavy damage. These six sub-basements, one beneath the other, may not have ended there. Based on other information that I've uncovered of massive alien infestation beneath New York City, these sub-basements may actually serve as a major terminal between the underground society of Masonic Elite and the surface society which it controls and these entrances are known about protected and they're everywhere yes i definitely believe new york city i would never go on a subway system over there kind of reminds me of that see, see daniel there's a reason why they build a new york city on new york city or london there or mm -hmm. sydney there or pine gap in, mm -hmm. in a, a position mm -hmm. it goes all the way back to what i was telling you all about about lemuria and atlantis right. there is nothing new under the sun nothing mm -hmm. Um, is Obama a reptile? He's a prime candidate. I mean, look at that guy. I'm married to a man. I mean, seems like <laughs> reptiles don't really yeah, care. I, I, I can't. I can't confirm Obama. I can't confirm Obama. <laughs> I know that. I think William Tompkins said that he he is. But regardless, he's a total paid asset of the reptilians. Of course, he is. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Um, uh, B, uh, B. Damon two asked. B. Damon two asked this question: What's the deal with Antarctica? Seems like everybody's going down there, uh, reptile. And I wouldn't think time, that reptiles would even like the cold. Well, but do you know what? Again, going back to William Tompkins, who was involved with naval intelligence, he was making these incredibly detailed models with ideas that were way above a young boy at his time. The Navy snapped him up, and he only spoke out recently. 94 years of age, he's gone now. And the, the stuff that I'm talking right now is you know, in respect to William Tompkins. Mm-hmm.
the Nazis were helped by the reptilians. They gave them so much technology. Yes, the Germans were amazing, but I'll tell you right now, technologically, the reptilians helped them out big time, Somebody including eventually giving them a, a base in Antarctica, the second biggest one they had. So big to give somebody an understanding. Mm-hmm. You could fly a plane straight in there. But what about my point that it's cold there, and why would reptiles want to go into a cold place? I'm sure they can warm themselves up if they need to. Just eat some humans. All right. Um, Don't forget it's the driest continent on Earth. They can do that. Um, not a problem. All right. Back, uh, ben sent another question in. Uh, did the reptilian suicide Epstein and his suicide code, code for help escape? <laughs> wow. Never forget Epstein's a mere puppet. <clears throat> is, Rep- is Epstein sacrificing children? Maybe, but probably not. Shout out to Les wow. Wexner, the real player behind well, where, somebody where, where's like. The, where's uh, the and, and I'll tell you this too. Yeah, I'll tell you ahead. this right yeah, now. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Epstein, he's not dead. He's getting a hot rock massage right now from a 15-year-old girl. That's what's happening right now as you speak. Huh? That's a that's a that's a new one. I'll tell you one thing. Nobody's ever seen the the manifest log of all the the elites that went to Peto Island. Well, can you believe, too, that even with the Lolita Express, we do have the flight logs, including names. What? I know we have Jim it. Curry, we have it, but we have Stephen the logs. Stephen Colbert, all these people that are mm-hmm. so-called just happen to be prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it amazing? Nobody gets busted. Ghislaine Maxwell does, but there's been no arrests after it. We've got the king's brother, Andrew, guilty as charged, our king's brother. Hey, hey, He's a uh, pedophile involved with this crap. Unbelievable. Hey, hey Reptile. Nothing I, happens, Daniel. Nothing happens. No, it doesn't. I don't know if you caught this or not, but in a quick blurb from Elon Musk, he said that he has no uh, intention on uh, committing suicide. Now, why Why would he say that? Well, well let's, let's go further into it. Why is the guy who's um, creating Neuralink that's going to put chips in our brains? <laughs> right. Point taken. Which, by the way, is much a much deeper um, story to that, too. Shout out to MW, who talks about Neuralace on Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Why is this guy buying Twitter now? Never forget Albert Pike, the top Freemason, said, when the people need a hero, we will provide it. Insert Elon, insert Trump, insert yay, insert all this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw the guy. His whole story, his whole background. All right, it's nothing well, but we lies. Know who, now we know who you don't trust. Who do you trust, Reptile Hybrid? Nobody. Absolutely. Trust nobody, especially me. <laughs> well, I really can't trust you because right now, I mean, and this question has come up. Uh, we note that your your uh, your identifier picture, your avatar, has vertical pupils there i mean if you look in the mirror is that what you see in your eye right there you know if i get angry daniel my eyes are the first thing to change by the way too if you ever wonder why if you look at the felines i'm talking about a lion a tiger a panther a jaguar they don't have a vertical pupil they've got a, a round pupil have a look at a domesticated cat many of you might have one sitting there in your lounge right now going Filled with Does, reptilian genetics introduced in Egypt by the Syrians. Again, once more, shout out to the guys from Sirius A. Klinsnerer says, "Is Nibiru approaching? Is it energies? Is its energy helping uh, humanity?" Nibiru, also called Marduk, they say homeworld of the Anunnaki. 
Now, judging on Sitchin's, apparently it comes past every 3,600 years ago. Uh, every 3,600 years. Stuart Swerdlow reckons they, they destroyed it. I don't know, Daniel. But do you remember all the stuff about Planet X and the Second Sun about 15, mm-hmm. 20 years ago? Remember that, Daniel? Yeah. It never came. Never came. Hmm. Don't go waiting that's for a, Planet That's a real X. letdown, don't, too. Don't go, don't, that's a real don't letdown. Go waiting. <laughs> it was. Don't go waiting for Planet X. It's, oh, notice that stuff, too? Anything with a message that basically uh, says that you don't have to do anything, something's coming to save you, that's that's a trick. I, I, I believe it. Man, I was looking for a free ride on the Buru. I ain't going to get it now. It's kind of depressing. Uh, so, hey, by the way, uh, would you like to share with the audience what your blood type is? Uh, let's just say it's extremely negative. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, is uh, what about Gaga, Lady Gaga? Man, she's reptilian for sure, right? Crazy. I don't know. I mean, Daniel, I don't know. Some people speculate that it's actually a man. Could be. Couldn't be. Who's, but who's all that, that I know is that, that when she that really those, when, when she went there in that meat suit yeah. and her background, yeah, and her doing symbols to these satanic pieces of trash. All these celebrities, folks, I don't care if it's movies, music, all this stuff, media, they all have to sell out. They all have to sell their soul. Thank God you are not there. And honest to God, have a little bit of empathy for these poor people that they're there totally enslaved by the system, all of them, including Kanye or Ye. Yeah, man, what's up with that guy? He's a lunatic. What about that uh, really scrawny, skinny-looking woman? uh, She's definitely reptilian. Uh, See... Uh, she's always doing big, big uh, concerts. Somebody know what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm, I'm not giving much information, but I can tell you she's very scrawny, skinny-looking, skeletor-looking woman. She's very famous, but I think she looks like a reptilian. So if somebody knows what I'm thinking. Use your mind powers. I'm talking about Celine Dion. Oh, you? you got there. It is right there. You, so see, hey, well, you, what about Celine Dion? Nobody talks about it anymore. I mean, look at that thing. Apparently, she was apparently she got vaccine damaged and had to stop lots of her Vegas events. I'm, I, I can't confirm that. Mm-hmm. But it's just coincidence that she did. That's another thing, too. Like, all these celebrities, you see them. Um, did they get the memo when they go and get injected with this bioweapon? They're taking their children and they're just... I'm talking to you, quote, prominent people. Did you get the memo to get the saline shot or the fake needle? Because if you didn't and you got injected with all that crap, you're in the same damn boat as us. And never forget this. Unless you're truly involved in the satanic rituals... You're on our side. I don't care if you're uh, up to no good on all sorts of levels. We all have to get together right now, defeat the reptilian satanic threat. Then and only then do we stand a chance. Never forget that. We're all on the same side. I agree with you there. We have got to stand together or we're going to fall together. We'll be eaten together. But let me ask you, in in, uh, in, in basic weapons, would, would would bullets kill them? Kill them? Physical reptilian, you guys have got 50 cows down there, Daniel. Sure we do. (laughs) That's America, man, but there's probably somebody got tanks in their backyard around here. 50 cal the right spot, yep. Now, you better be careful even trying that. Formidable. The reptilian warriors are feared throughout the galaxy. They can have just a, a big feed, and they'll go and bury themselves in the sand of the enemy's territory and literally stay dormant still up to nine months finally the enemy will arrive and these things will burst out from the sand or the ground and just eviscerate their enemy 
you've got no chance, no chance. The strength of 10 men, forget about it. That's not offering me a lot of hope there, Reptile. Hey, what about um, Steve Quayle talks about the Giants coming back and all that stuff? He's great. I saw your recent interview with him too. Shout out to Steve Quayle. Love you guys. Great. And truly, I'm a nobody, but um, I really do respect you again, Daniel. I consider you like an OG. How how, how long have you been doing this for, mate? It's got to be over 15, 20 years. It's going on 22. Wow, mate. Congratulations to you because I'm not just saying it. I rarely listen to many people. I still listen to Daniel Lott on the Edge um, broadcast. You are an OG, the man, brother. Well, I'm hey, telling man. you, you've got reptilian protection. <laughs> well, so somebody, somebody protect me, but I can say yep. this yep. has to be one of the first internet programs out there. It was 19, just 19. I was I was back then, like when Amazon first came out, getting these books that are so hard to get your hands on. And after that period, the internet came in, and that just opened up a whole new era of people to wake up to this knowledge. Now we're seeing people waking up 12 months, and it's a long process, but you can do it in 12 months. But you, brother, the original. I mean that, Daniel. You're an absolute legend. I consider you like. Very, very important person in this scheme of things. And, and believe me, mate, I know all the people that you've interviewed, what you've been up to, and uh, congratulations to you, mate. Because you know what? You've kept your sense of humor. You've never told anybody what to think, and you let people talk. And um, you're like a, a pit bull, mate. You don't hesitate, and they don't back down. You, you know, Honest to God, you don't hesitate one bit. And um, you've got to be like that. You've got to be uh, free from fear. Well, I appreciate the kind words there, uh, Reptile Hybrid, and uh, you brought a lot of information to the show. We're just about over here. Uh, any final words uh, that, uh, that uh, advice to people for this uh, reptilian conflict that we're about ready to be engaged with or are currently well, engaged yeah, with? I'll, just really quickly, we had an incident in Australia where, of course, they branded the person a conspiracy theorist. It's muddy. He was a principal. People died. It's lamentable. It's horrible. I'm totally anti-violent. I'm not a, a, you know, I'm not a conspiracy extremist. I've done nothing wrong. Daniel's done nothing wrong. All that we did is say that you're not injecting me with anything that I'm not sure of, or my children, and I'm allowed to say whatever I like. And um, you know, we have to all remember that, that that's the main thing. All we have left is the ability to speak, because if you want to go up against these people with guns and, and weapons, you will lose. The only thing you need to do is just speak the truth. Whatever your truth is, mm-hmm. just speak it. And mm-hmm. do not, I repeat, do not at this point in time listen to anything that the media is going to tell you or take advice from doctors. Mm-hmm. I hate to speak like this. Look what they did, Daniel. Mm. Millions and millions and millions have died already. And what's going to happen could be unthinkable. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can tell you, and, and really just to kind of clarify and add on to your point there, any any offensive or defensive measures taken are against a reptile that has uh, reptilian skin, uh, uh, red eyes with vertical slits, is planning on eating us or destroying us, and comes down in a spaceship. So uh, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that that the method of defense or offense to somebody I suspect as a human that I would suspect. It's going to have to be somebody who is completely manifested into the reptilian form and in an attack mode and looking for some dinner you know the worst thing too we've all been kept from this who who decided to keep all this a secret 
and we could talk about MJ12 yeah, and others. God damn it, we're ready to know. This is crazy. Yeah, we're, we're never in those meetings. Humanity's ready to know. We are ready. I, I want to be in those secret meetings too, Reptile. Somehow we're just not invited. I know. And honest to God, if you could only realize who these people are that are in charge, we should just have a raffle. We should get Susie from down the road to become the, the president. Daniel Ott. No, that big. I'd vote for him. Absolutely. He, he but really quickly, too, yeah. although people might not want to, I'm going to tell you something that's really, really important. The aliens themselves, including reptilians, Taussians, Pleiadians, all these amazing beings, they can live for a few thousand years. They incarnate what you'll call sequentially, one after the other, into the same body. It's slow, it's laborious, it's actually not the way to progress spiritually. What's happening on this planet right down here? There's only one planet at any one time that's allowed to do it. We are all simultaneous incarnations, having at least a couple of hundred incarnations simultaneously in all different cultures, all different time periods. And the, the spiritual progression that that allows, it's unchallenged all around the galaxy. So believe it or not, you can't become go to simultaneous without first being sequential. You were once them, and now you're here. So I know this sounds cheesy. Next time you look in the mirror, be happy with who you are. You were meant to be here. There's no better place to be than right here, right now, Daniel. Mm. Well, I would say we are definitely in exciting times, any way you frame it. And it is exciting to talk about these subjects and get deep down in, into the rabbit holes as far as we can go. Reptilian Hybrid, I appreciate you coming on the Edge broadcast. Uh, can we have you on again sometime? Now, I'm going to have to speak to my reptilian overlords, but considering they're huge Daniel Locke fans, that's yep. not going to be a problem. Okay. All right. And also, uh, you're on Twitter. How can people follow you? At reptile underscore hybrid. At reptile underscore hybrid. I host Twitter spaces, and um, that's a format that's absolutely exploding. And one thing about the, the future is the truth's not going to be able to be hidden. It's all coming out, and eventually we'll see them for who they are <laughs> sucks to be you guys but we don't hate them sucks right on, to be right on. You. and i think we have a in your bio section on the edges website we also have a link it says guest website and i believe it takes people right to your twitter feed so all right uh, uh reptile hybrid hybrid will let you go stay away from the reptiles and i appreciate you coming on the show mate thanks brother all the best all right